Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Let's talk about my game from Friday night. Um, I was covering some District 96A football on a night where District 96A featured everything from surprising upsets to a uh, to a Thursday night shootout to a defensive struggle. I got the only game that really went according to script. Um, I was at an Eagle Stadium in Allen, where the uh, the Allen Eagles. The reigning Class 6A Division I state champions stayed undefeated on the season um, in defeating Jesuit 43-14. With the win, Allen improves to 7-0, 4-0 in district. They were all alone in first place. Meanwhile, Jesuit dips to 2-5 overall, 1-3 in district. Good for seventh place. The biggest takeaway from this game is that, and listen, you gotta, you know, gotta bear with me on this just because of you gotta factor in context. Um, you know, for the first six weeks of the season, Allen's average fourth quarter lead, um, Allen's average lead entering the fourth quarter had been 33 points per game. That's almost five touchdowns. So, um, you know, it goes without saying Allen hasn't really had to break a sweat yet in the fourth quarter. Not entirely sure they had to on Friday against Jesuit, but for comparison's sake, this was a two-score game entering the fourth quarter. Um, Allen led 30-14, to 14, you know, 16 points, still technically a two-score game. So, under that pretense... Friday amounted to Allen's most meaningful fourth quarter snaps of the season. Take with that what you will. Um, you know, and that's not without merit because Jesuit did have the ball early in the fourth quarter, down 16, had a chance to make it a one-score game. They had scored on two consecutive drives. And you know what? They make that three, and it's a, it's a one-score game. Who knows what happens? But um, nevertheless, relative to, um, you know, I mean, fourth quarter of this season has been basically almost exclusive to the backups for Allen, so... You at least did have to keep the starters in, have them try to do what they could to try to expand that lead, try to hold off a Jesuit offense that it seemed to found, had it seemed to uh, you know find a bit of a rhythm there in the uh, in the third quarter behind uh, running back EJ Smith. Um, so yeah, they get the ball back with a chance to make it a one score game. However, that doesn't really amount to much. Um, Emmanuel Nakori, uh, Allen's senior defensive lineman, he blows up a uh, a wildcat run by EJ Smith for a four yard loss on first down. That leads to a Jesuit. At three and out, um, Allen needs just two plays um, on the following drive to score. Um, capped by a ten-yard touchdown run by Selden Manning to make it a uh, thirty-seven to fourteen with right around eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Allen's defense held serve from there, and um, yeah, and they rolled to a. Uh, you know, a fairly comfortable victory when all was said and done. They scored the final 13 points of the game to pull away. Um, and again, like what was at least statistically the closest game that they've been in during the fourth quarter. You know, when you're Allen and you make short work of just about every opponent on your schedule, these these are just the little things that kind of matter as you're trying to gauge kind of big picture what this team is capable of. I'm still of the, uh, you know, of the thought that I want to see this Allen team work out of a difficult game in the fourth quarter at some point before, um, you know, they meet 
meet their toughest challenge of the season whenever that you know whenever that arises in the uh, in the playoffs. Um, so you know, I'm not really sure I can glean a whole lot from uh, from Friday's game, but nevertheless, it's it at least puts them in a situation that they haven't been you know prior this season. Like I said, Allen's average lead entering the fourth quarter of the season had been 33 points. Um, you know, it was just 16 on uh, on Friday against Jesuit. Um, let's see. This was a game that was very much dictated by the second and fourth quarters from Allen's standpoint. That's where they scored all but seven of their points, um, including a, a second quarter where they uh, were able to shake off just their second scoreless first quarter of the season. The only other time being in non-district play against Capel. Um, much like that game against Capel, even though that was a scoreless game after the first quarter, Allen managed to score 21 points in the second quarter against the Cowboys. They kind of do the same thing Friday against Jesuit. They scored 23 points in the second quarter and led 23-0 to at the break. Um, they started off the game a little bit inauspicious and penalties got the better of, uh, of Allen to start the night, including one uh, a holding call that wiped out a 43-yard touchdown run by Grant Tisdale. Um, so yeah, you know what? Hey, even Allen is a, has a, can have a tough time overcoming penalties. Um, Allen ended up going three and out on its first two drives. They ended up getting uh, back into rhythm um, in the second quarter. Um, they managed to score on, I believe, five consecutive possessions. Um, which expanded into the second half. Um, nevertheless, um, you know, Allen's offense woke up. They uh, they were able to piece together a couple methodical drives, um, capped by Selden Manning touchdown runs of one yard and 17 yards, and then another where Grant Tisdale played the uh, the Theo Weiss card, went deep to his uh, his top wide receiver for a 39 yard touchdown, and um, kicker James Griffith added a 25 yard field goal for a 23 nothing advantage. And you know, just like that, Allen's in Allen was in familiar territory entering half time. Um, defensively, this was a pretty consistent game all throughout for Allen's defense. They held Jesuit to just 97 yards in the first half. They had an interception uh, by Cornelius Williams that set up that aforementioned field goal by James Griffith. Um, from Jesuit's standpoint, this was a um, you knew what you were getting coming into this game. Jesuit's going to base a lot of its offense around the running and receiving of EJ Smith, one of the top all-purpose skill players in District 9-6A. Um, on the whole, you know, I, I mean, Allen did, uh, Allen held up well against E.J. Smith. Smith finished the game, I believe, with just a shade over 100 yards rushing. Um, the majority of that, though, came um, on the last play of the first half, a 22-yard uh, draw that um, you know they issued the, uh, a potential Hail Mary opportunity and instead decided to give it to E.J. Smith on a draw that, um, that picked up you know, some, you know, some yards that kind of you know, padded, his, padded his stats and whatnot. I will say that though there was a... Uh, he did have an angle towards scoring a potential touchdown, before fumbling the ball, but um, but nevertheless, um, Allen, you know, held you know held Smith in check for most of the way. You know, Smith did get you know a little bit going there in the second half, but all in all, um, you know, a, a good performance by Allen's defense against one of the top running backs in District Nine Six A. The biggest storyline from this, from a Jesuit standpoint, is that um, quarterback Kevin Schumann was injured in the second quarter. As I mentioned, he um, you know he threw a pick um, that was picked off by Cornelius Williams on that same play. Um, you know, Schumann took a hard shot. He was sidelined for the remainder of the contest, did not play in the second half. Instead, quarterback Brody Hilberth took over. He quarterbacked the majority of the reps over the final two quarters. Um, you know, as a result, Jesuit had to be a bit more reliant on E.J. Smith as the game went on, a bit more than usual, including some uh, some direct snaps out of the backfield, a couple wildcat runs by E.J. Smith. And, um, you know, credit to Jesuit, because despite being down 23-0 at the half, they only had 97 yards of offense in the first half. 
Intergesuit found a little bit of something there early on in the uh, in the third quarter. They got a big kickoff return by Jalen Spicer to kick off the second half. Needed just five plays, including four runs by uh, E.J. Smith, the last being a 13-yard run that included uh, probably about two, three broken tackles to score Jesuits' first points of the contest. Um, you know, Allen responded with a... Uh, with a touchdown from Grant Tisdale to Bryson Green, that one of 33 yards, and then Jesuit went right back down and scored again. Um, you know, a 13, uh, 13 play drive capped by a two yard wildcat run by EJ Smith, and that was your score after three quarters, 30 to 14. Um, yeah, hey, still a two score game. Jesuit's not you know completely dead to rights just yet. Allen's not out of the woods, and um, as I mentioned, you know there was a sequence where Jesuit did get the ball back early in the fourth quarter with a chance to make it a one score game. Um, Allen's defense was wasn't having any of it though um you know they able to shut them down force the three and out and allen pulls away from there uh let's see on the whole for this one allen had uh let's see 405 yards of offense versus just 218 for jesuit on the whole i mean if you look over the raw box score numbers things went according to plan for allen you know they averaged it was not a, a high volume passing night tisdale only attempted 14 passes but did average almost 15 yards per pass the running game fueled allen's offense uh 41 carries for 200 87 yards, uh, an average of right around 7 yards per carry. If you're Allen, the only thing you will look at that you might want to clean up on, 9 penalties for 100 yards. Had a rough uh, had a rough night as far as the flags went. Uh, Jesuit 218 yards of offense. Um, let's see. So the run game materialized to the tune of just 112 yards total. I believe 109 of those came from E.J. Smith. On the whole, Jesuit averaged just a shade over two and a half yards per carry. Uh, the passing game, uh, you know, 106 yards total. I'll say Jesuit's best work through the air um, seemed to be whenever their quarterbacks, be it Schumann or Hilberth, managed to get out of the pocket, make some throws on the run um, to extend drives. Uh, specifically, receiver Travis Whistler, a big recipient on those passes, but you know, Jesuit had a tough time completing, you know, working its passing offense from inside the pocket. It was usually when plays broke down, they were able to scramble outside, make some nice throws on the run to uh, to move the chains. Uh, let's see some individual stats from this game. Let's see. Load those up. Let's see. For Allen, Grant Tisdale, 8 of 14 passing. He had 118 yards, two touchdowns. He added 74 yards on the ground. Selvin Manning, the uh, the big uh, the big breadwinner for um, you know for Friday's game. He had three touchdown runs on just 10 carries for 74 yards. Um, this was a big uh, lots of uh, Allen had 10 players log log at least one rush in uh, in Friday's win, including an, a um, let's see in garbage time a nice run by Justin Hall that set up a touchdown run by Jordan Johnson that helped um, you know put the uh, put the bow on the 43 to 14 final um, like I said not a high volume passing attack for Allen um, but their leading receivers Theo Weiss two catches 47 yards and a touchdown Bryson Green two catches 35 yards and a score as well um, for Jesuit the E.J. Smith show resulted in uh, 22 carries for 109 yards, so just a shade under five yards a carry for two touchdowns. Uh, quarterback Kevin Schumann uh, goes 7-14 to 14 passing. Like I said, he only played essentially a quarter and a half before getting injured. Um, he had 39 yards passing and a pick. Brody Hilberth in relief threw for 35 yards on two of four attempts. Uh, Travis Whistler led all Jesuit receivers, and all receivers in general for that matter, with four catches for 55 yards. So 
um, if you're Jesuit going forward, the biggest storyline is simply the health of your quarterback because, um, yeah, you're entering a pretty crucial stretch of the season. <laughs> There's three games left. There is a logjam uh, galore right now in District 9 and 6A. I believe you've got four teams that are 2-2 two and two and tied for third place. You've got Allen doing its thing at the top of the district standings at uh, at 4-0. You have Prosper one game behind them at 3-1. and And then I believe you have, let's see, you've got Plano, you've got Plano East, you've got Boyd, and you actually have McKinney tied for third at 2-2. Two and two. Jesuit is at 1-3, and three, so obviously, yes, you're staring up at quite a few teams. Um, you've got some opportunities in the coming weeks to make some massive statements because your three games left are all against teams that are part of that 2-2 two and two logjam in third place. Jesuit's remaining schedule includes games against Plano, McKinney, and Plano East. Uh, meanwhile, Allen will round out its schedule with games against, against uh, McKinney-Boyd, Prosper, and Plano West. So... We shall see what is uh, what is in store during this home stretch. Um, let's see. That'll um, just about do it for this one, folks. This has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media. You can check out my game story at StarLocalMedia.com. Later on today, I will make sure to upload some video highlights from that game as well for y'all to check out. Um, otherwise, folks, you um, thank you for checking out this edition of the Rapid Reaction Podcast. You enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.